Hello, everyone. Welcome to All Those Years Ago, a classic album podcast. Uh, one second. Just got to... <laughs> Funny. <laughs> um, so this week, we're starting a new album called... That was released in 1970 as the last studio album the Beatles ever did, called Let It Be. It isn't everyone's favorite album, but it's a pretty good album nonetheless. Um, and just like last time, I wrote notes. <laughs> uh, so first things first, the Let It Be album was recorded in January of 1969 before Abbey Road. Abbey Road was released in... Um, September, but it was also recorded after. It's very confusing. Abbey Road was recorded after Let It Be, however, it was released before Let It Be. <laughs> um, and Let It Be wasn't released until May of 1970, and it was the last Beatles album to be released. It was conceived as a project that would result in their first live performance since 1966, um, performing the songs that resulted from the recording sessions, which were then called the Get Back Sessions which is why the documentary is called Get Back, because that was the original title of the album. Um, and with the concert idea in mind, and the concert eventually happened in January 30th, 1969, um, if you've seen the Get Back movie, documentary, TV show, <laughs> or if you've seen Let It Be, they both have that in the end. Um, but with the live show in man mind, the Beatles couldn't do any special overdubs or editing and stuff they had to keep it try to keep it one take um which is difficult because i believe the only album they ever did without like overdubs was their first one <laughs> um but in the end let it be did have some overdubs and those are the orchestras but if you do listen to 2003's let it be naked then it has no overdubs and it was originally how it was supposed to sound um last recording session for the album was on January 3rd, 1970, um, when Paul George Ringo went to the studio to record the song I Me Mine, um, which we will also talk about today. Um, so the song we're going to go the songs we're going to be going over to in today's episode is Two of Us, Dig a Pony, Across the Universe, I Me Mine, and Dig It. Um, so let's just start it. Uh, two of Us is what starts the album. If you listen to the officially released version, it starts with the spoken word by John Lennon. <laughs> uh, I dig a pygmy by Charles Hawtrey in the Deaf Aids phase one, in which Doris gets her oats. Uh, <laughs> um, and for this song, McCartney and Lennon shared the same microphone to record it. And the song was about was written about Paul's fondness for getting deliberately lost in the country with his future wife, wife Linda. Keep in mind that this is early 1969. They didn't get married until mid or late 1969. Um, the middle section um, is believed to have been written relating to Paul and John's friendship and how they were both acutely aware that the Beatles may be coming to an end. The lines where you and I have memories longer than the road that stretches out ahead. Um, it is also thought to contain a reference to Apple, you and me chasing paper getting nowhere. Displays a relief felt by McCartney knowing that he is leaving all of his business troubles behind. The working title for two of us was On Our Way Home, which you can, again, you know, <laughs> see that working title in um, the Get Back 
thing. You can see a lot of things in the get back. It's good. You should watch it if you haven't. <laughs> um, and that's two of us. Next song on the album is called Dig a Pony. Um, and it's John's only new contribution to the Let It Be. Uh, if you're thinking, oh, there was Across the Universe. Across the Universe was recorded in early 1968, um, before the White Album was even released. Uh, so yeah, keep that in mind. Um, the version of, on the album, Dig a Pony, on the album, was taken from the Beatles' rooftop performance on January 30th, 1969. However, there was a lot of recorded takes when the Beatles first got to the Apple basement um, that you can find on deluxe editions and stuff. Um, the working title of Dig a Pony was All I Want Is You, which is a line from the uh, song, and is, what John said was the best line from the song. And he said it was a reference to Yoko Ono, who was a presence during the recording of Let It Be and the White Album and probably Abbey Road, um, to be completely honest. <laughs> and speaking of Across the Universe, the next song is Across the Universe. Um, Across the Universe is the second John song on the album. And I, you know, I don't know how many, I don't remember how many songs John does have on the album, but it's not a lot. Um Less than Paul is what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and this song, as I said earlier, was recorded in early 1968 and had been released um, as a, on, the, on a World Wildlife Fund album the year after in December of 1969, again, before Let It Be was ever released. So this version on the WWF album, which was called No One's Gonna Change Our World, you know, you know what? You must know why it's called that, because it's a reference to that song. Um, and it would have been like you would that would be the first place you would have heard it on the WWF album, um, which is <laughs> titled a reference to the song itself. And it was John's first song to have been recorded since I Am the Walrus, keeping in mind that this was written in January of 1968, which I believe is the month it was recorded. Um, and there had been five months in between I Am the Walrus and Across the Universe. Um, John had wanted Across the Universe to be the single they released while in India in 1968. However, the group opted to release Lady Madonna as the A-side and The Inner Light as the B-side, Paul and George songs. Um, I do really like Lady Madonna. Inner Light is also pretty good. But, you know... <laughs> um, I think that across, you know, I don't know, it might have been a double A side with Lady Madonna and Across the Universe had it been put onto the single. Uh, and Across the Universe was the first song beamed into deep space by NASA in 2008. Uh, if this, this is not like about the song, it's just like a known, it's just a fact that um, in 2008, NASA was beamed across the universe into space on the 50th. No, the 40th anniversary of its writing. <laughs> 50th would have been 2018. It would be the 40th anniversary of its write. Um, because it was written in 1968. Uh, and then we're going to, like, takes us to I Me Mine, which is a George song. And it was recorded, as I said earlier, by Paul, George, and Ringo on January 3rd, 1970, as the last song ever recorded for the Beatles. The last song featuring all four Beatles and Billy Preston <laughs> was was I Want You, She's So Heavy from the Abbey Road album. 
um, John was on holiday and had essentially left the group in September 1969. I believe John left the group six days before or six days after Abbey Road was released um, in an Apple meeting. And it was written by Harrison about revelations regarding his ego through LSD use in the previous years. I Am Me Mine was written on January 7th, 1969. The earliest known take from, from it is from Tickenham Film Studios um, when they were filming Let It Be initially uh, the day after on January 8th. The orchestral, orchest, orchestra musicians were recorded for the track on April 1st, 1970, a couple months after it was recorded and like a month and a half before the album was released. Um, yeah. So yeah, like it was, it was really the last song recorded for the Beatles. Um, which is hard to think that it's a Harrison song. Uh, which isn't bad. I'm just saying that you would think it would be like a John song or a Paul song. And well, for featuring all four Beatles, it was a John song. Um, but all in all, the last song ever recorded by the Beatles was I Me Mine. Um, and John was never in the track. However, there's a bunch of songs in Abbey Road where John isn't even on the track, those tracks either because he was in like an accident or on holiday or something. Um, <laughs> a lot of holidays. <laughs> um, and the last song we're going over today is Dig It. <laughs> I keep messing up my words because I keep talking so fast, so I'm going to slow down. Um, Dig It was the second song to be credited to all four Beatles um, in their career. Uh, the first was Magical Mystery Tour's instrumental Flying, also known as Aerial Tour. Um, Dig It formed out of a studio jams, formed out of studio jams throughout January 1969. Just whenever they would have, you know, time, they would just kind of do it as like a funny thing. Like they did Los Paranoias as a funny thing. I think it was another funny thing. However, it was actually released. <laughs> Los Paranoias wasn't released until like anthology <laughs> in the 90s. Um, dig It was originally an improvised 12-bar blues called Can You Dig It, led by John Lennon. The Beatles recorded 14 minutes of the song over several attempts. Um, just like Helter Skelter, I would probably related to it was initially like a longer song made to fit within a shorter song like the original version of helter skelter is like nearly half an hour long it's great it's awesome you should listen to the full version it's on spotify <laughs> um the condensed version is like four and a half minutes i believe i had can't i didn't check off on that um so yeah just keep that in mind um that this is another one of those songs that was originally super long and then was cut down. This one was literally cut down. Helter Skelter was just sped up in recording um, because Helter Skelter was originally slower. Had it been slower, it wouldn't have paved the way to metal music. Um, so yeah, uh, on January 26, 1969, they recorded the track officially, um, which was 12 minutes long that time. Then they took around 40 seconds from Studio Jam and put it on the album. Uh, I don't remember if it was ever originally intended to be on the album. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, but as like a full version, I think Phil Spector or one of the Beatles kind of decided they wanted it cut down or something. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, 
if I'm talking too fast, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm just so excited to do this album because it's like, I know it was more relevant months ago, <laughs> but I'm doing it now. So, you know, um, that's it. Thank you for, so much for listening to this episode of All Those Years Ago, a classic album podcast. I've been Anthony, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, and yeah, ciao. <laughs> I don't have an outro. <laughs>